Hi, everyone. It's Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We, of course, uh, we give free picks out on just about every game on the slate. We go kind of around the horn style. We've got Brian Bittler and the Puck Dogs, Rod Zwacky and Chris Ruffalo with us as always. Just three games really on the card today. We've got uh, NBA Finals, Game 5. we got ALDS, Game 5. Um, and we have uh, a college football matchup from the ACC as Georgia Tech host Louisville in Atlanta. Uh, you know, not a lot of quantity, but some pretty good quality. And, you know, we saw that yesterday as well. Um, you know, I don't sit here and usually pat my pound, pat myself on the back, but hopefully you caught my halftime show. Came out of our halftime, our two, our two halftime slump that we were in there. Came back in a big way with the Bears and the under in the second half for the cash Rooney. And, of course, I had the Bears and under for the game as well. I know a lot of unhappy campers out there that thought the Bucks were easy money, but I think me and Brian Bittler rarely agree, and most people think that that means that I don't like them, but I think Brian and I were the only ones on the Bears yesterday. I mean, I think that was, uh, I thought that was, I didn't I didn't even understand the Bucks play, but then I saw how many people were on the Bucks, and also the the YouTube comments that I got on, you know, my under on the Bears. It was, I think Chris was on the under too, but um I'll tell you, I got some really nasty YouTube comments about my uh, underpicks and uh, kind of like my Yankees Rays pick today. I got some really, already, I mean, right out of the gate, just, you know, which makes me feel even better about my picks. Mm-hmm. I'm but, surprised me and you wouldn't be in the same wavelength with the Rays and Yankees because I know how you think in, in, in most cases. But I'll keep my mouth shut till we get to the baseball. Yeah, but it's just, I think that, um, you know, the the Bears last night, it was pretty much what we saw. Tom Brady looks done. I mean, this is it's going to look like in 10 years from now, he's going to look back at, at his time in Tampa, and he's going to say, why did I do that? It'll be like him and Gronk will be like on Jimmy Kimmel or something, right? And it'll be like, oh, you had this great career, and, you know, Brady will go on. He'll be an announcer or something, right? And Gronk will be doing something else, something cool, fun, right? And then they'll have them on and kind of like a reunion. And they'll be like, you know, what about that year in Tampa? And they're going to be like, yeah, I don't know why we did that. <laughs> he, started to look done. He, he started to look done last year. I yeah, thought, he, he just looked done, opinion. right? I mean, Tom Brady's not a guy that misses wide open receivers, you know, or like and, just. And, and, and forget what down it was. Well, that Oops. it didn't matter. I mean, they were already done. No, it didn't point. matter, it, but it, I'm still they saying were done. That, that shows you how much interest he really had. Yeah, well, Bill, well that just shows you how much. You know, Bill Belichick influenced Brady, you know, because Bill Belichick always knows what down it is. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, Tom Brady trying to make some of those passes, even on that final drive, just wasn't he didn't have like the the James White dump. You know, when Tom Brady was effective in those final drives, it was that mixing it up to those passes to the running back, you know, tight ends, wide receiver, just little out patterns. He was really like trying to throw the ball downfield and get chunk plays, which is just not his game. You know, it's no one's game when, when Khalil Mack's basically running free in the backfield. I mean, he ran amok on the box. I mean, they were pretty much exposed last night and they very much looked like a, uh, like, well, you know, maybe they go somewhere this year. Maybe they don't, but, um, you know, I guess we'll see. Brian, what do you have on tap today? I know you got a college football pick. You are number one in college football. We got. I'll no- tell you what, it's going to be tough to shut me up on this 
ad here. It's just like, well, anyway, we, 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 we believe notes. me, we got we got ways of shutting you up. We can just do this. I know. <laughs> exactly. Also, a three and sweep yesterday. I've swept the board five of the last seven days. Number one college football handicapper took it, crushed it with Houston yesterday. I got the winner in the Georgia Tech uh, uh, Louisville game tonight. It's my Friday night feast. So pick it up, twenty nine ninety five. Pickdogs.com. There it is. Friday night feast. I stole it. That's kind of something that the other guys would say. I like the feast. I'm hungry. I'm ready to feast. It's Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday. (laughs) Rod, usually steak Friday for you. Is it steak steak Friday? uh, It's steak Friday. It's Rod's steak Friday. Got three plays. One one in each play. One in the NBA, one in college football, and one in the MLB. Steak Friday. Mm. This is the Brady. <laughs> this is Steak Friday. This is Tom Brady. <laughs> Chris, what do you got today? Yeah, I got uh, my free for all Friday package today. Same thing. I got I got my top play in the college football game, top play in MLB, and uh, in the NBA tonight as well. Loving tonight's card, even though there's only three games. I love the plays that are out there. I only have two plays up there. I might add another one. I don't know. I only got NBA and uh, the college football. I'm going to, uh, you know, take home my, my NBA crown, whether it be tonight or whether it be in a couple of days. It doesn't really matter. I'm number one in the NBA this season. I'm super proud of it. I don't care. I don't normally beat, pound my chest about much, but uh, 63% in the NBA. So, I like to pound chest. Oh, well, you're you, you no one no one hypes himself like well actually Joe D'Amico. No, Joe D'Amico. <laughs> you know. I'll tell you what, I'll get you paid tonight. I will, I will get you paid. <laughs> I love Joe. Joe's yeah, good. Joe's a great guy. Great guy. Um, yeah. So I just got two picks tonight. That's it so far. I might put up a baseball, I'm not sure. I did a baseball video. Getting a lot of positive comments on that one. <laughs> we should just jump right into baseball. You want to do baseball first ahead of the basketball game? Well, you're the boss. So I'll do All right, I'll do it. Let's go with the uh, Major League Baseball. We got uh, the Yankees and the Rays at uh, this one's in San Diego. Um, what are you thinking here, uh you know, Glass now has pretty much owned the Yankees this season. And by starting Glass now here, as opposed to Blake Snell, who was the game one starter, now you got Snell out of the bullpen. So this is going to be one filthy, filthy pitching matchup. The Rays have got two on one on Garrett Cole, who's had no success against Tampa Bay this season at all. He's been. He, he, he won game one, but look at the run support he needed. I mean, he got absolutely belted. I mean, those I are some mammoth they, home runs he gave up. I thought maybe they lost some confidence uh, in him after that first start. Maybe that was why Glass now is starting, because he's had more success over the, uh, versus the Yankees. What are you thinking? And do you, do you really think Major League Baseball wants the Yankees to be eliminated right now? I mean, who wants to? Uh, how many viewers are they going to get for the Rays? I feel like the strike zone is going to be different for the Yankees than the Rays. I see. I, I know it's a super square play, it's definitely super major square play. But you got to take the Yankees today. Uh, I think they they came out swinging yesterday, and I just think they're going to pummel the Rays today. Honestly, that's my take. 
How about you, Rod? Uh, for me, I'm looking at this uh, this total here and going, uh, that's a little light to the over. Chris? I'm going to lean towards the race here. Um, Cole hasn't been great against the race this season, even though he did get the, the, the job done in game one. It's also going to be the first time in Cole's career that he's pitched on anything less than four days rest. So be interesting to see how that works. I know it's playoffs and it's all hands on deck in a game five, but from what we've seen this season, I think the Rays are worth a shot here at that price. Yeah, I really like the Rays tonight. I'm going to go alternate run line in this one as well. I really think that the Rays have, I mean, this is easy money. Um, you know, I think that, you know, there's no square play in town than the Yankees with Garrett Cole on the mound. And to see him at only minus 150 um, just tells you everything you need to know. It's all in the number. And, and usually uh, I'd be on a play all over. The I know, but I, just... I know. But now, but now that you've been winning and you start to lean to the square side, it's it. it that's what happens to us. You know, it's like. You don't think Major League Baseball wants the Yankees? Oh, I think, I think they're dying for the Yankees, but I'll tell you what. They don't. They, you know, the Astros against the Dodgers wouldn't be a bad series either, kind of no. the bad blood, you know. So it's like, you know, and, and the Rays have been the best team this season, all season. It's like, you know, sometimes it, it is, sometimes there's only so much you can do. I mean, I think they're going to give Cole the strike zone. I, I, they gave it to him last time. They gave him the strike zone. They gave him the strike zone in game one. He got smashed. Give up tape measure home runs. I just don't think he's going to have the luxury of the run support that he got in those other games. It's like they have not hit glass now at all this season, the Yankees. How long is he going to glass now going to go on two days rest? Well, long enough to get to bring Snell in. You know, it's like that's that's the issue you have here is that you're not facing against glass now. You're facing against glass now and Snell. It's like Snell is Snell is it's it's not going to be like, you know, glass now and then like Ryan Yarbrough and you know the the rest of the raised pen, it's going to be Snell, and he's going to be in the game deep enough that he's he's going to take it all the way to the wire. It's like, nah. he, he, it's gonna it's a two pitcher game for the Rays, and that's it. You know, I was it, thinking Cole does five shutout innings for the Yankees today, but it, it's we'll not see. enough, and he doesn't. He's been hit hard by the Rays. He's been hit hard by the Rays every game this season. He's had no luck against the Rays. He's owing. He's he's he. His first win against the Rays was that last game that he had the massive run support. The other game he got a no decision against Glass. Now in the game that the Rays in the, in a game that the Rays won, and then the other time Glass now just beat him. And uh, you know Glass now's Glass now's been the Cole killer this year. I don't know, man. I just think that Yankees no. play is so square. And the YouTube comments it when is. I posted yeah. my Rays pick um, just further confirm. How square of a play that that Yankees are, because I said in my video that Giancarlo Stanton, you know, and I know he's hitting these home runs or whatever, but they're pitching around guys to get to him, you know, and that's why he's hitting these home runs. It's because they're, they're putting him in situations where it's like they're not afraid to pitch to this guy. He's a shell of the guy that he that he normally is. They're not afraid to pitch to him, so they're giving him stuff, and he's going to hit one here and there. But that's those that's all he's doing, you know. It's not enough. Anyways. The Rays not- bats had trouble with Jordan Montgomery yesterday. I mean, 
Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. You know, I'm I not wrestle. happy. I'm not happy about my Yankees play, but you know. Well, I mean, you're used to square plays. You know, so. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just don't yeah, see you how are. they can. You are. We'll see. Tomorrow, you guys will be saying, "Oh, they gave the Yankees away." At you know. I don't know. I remember yes, one time both. Chris Ruffalo calling you Senior Square. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. I got to throw like, one of those. Taco Tuesday? Every, senior every Square. I know who I think if I don't throw out a square once in a while. Was... Is, 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 is Juan Carlos Stanton going to, uh, his third time facing uh, Glasno this uh, this playoff round, his third at bat, is he going to hit a third home run? He's faced him twice and hit two home runs. Is he going to hit a third? I doubt it. I, I'm going to guess he strikes out on four pitches because he's a shell of himself. They're they're he's 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 in. They're throwing him pitches that he can hit because they realize that this guy's a broken man. He's been on the IR the entire freaking season. It's two for two against Glasno. Well, it's going to be the Rays tonight. Batting a hundred. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's all raise, raise easy money. Anyways, yeah, easy money. Today. People, people, <laughs> good, people love game. to say it after the game. Oh, that was easy. I'm saying it right How now. Raise, easy. How easy was the field goal uh, uh, proposition bet yesterday? I mean, they had three field goals probably by halftime. I don't know. I gave out the I gave out the Bears and under at halftime. People hated that pick too. They hated it. They hated my Bears pick. They hated the under. They hated our Bears picks, Brian. People hated it. They hated that people. And it was like most people thought the Bucs were like just, I mean, it's like it was the Bucs were as square a play as the Yankees. I mean, that was like Tom Brady, a night game. It was like, oh, my God. It's Tom like, Brady syndrome. Yeah, it was like, I mean, and that was one, like, you know, I liked the Bears to begin with. And when I handicapped it, it came out all Bears. And then, you know, I, I, I liked the Bears. And then the massive inverse line movement, right? It, it was like that's – See that after you handicap, and then you see the massive at inverse line movement. Then you're kind of like, "Wow, this is one that I could really sink my teeth into." You know? Yeah. You know, this is one that's you know, this is this is this is a good one. I thought that play was razor sharp. Bears. Anyway, well, as we were as we were going off the air, it was creeping to three in a couple spots. Yeah, it was going of- to three, and with with no numbers behind it, with no numbers behind it. Anyways. Lakers and the Heat go to game five. The Lakers in the Mamba jerseys. They are unbeaten in the Mamba jerseys. <laughs> Seven points touchdown in this one. Line hasn't budged. Uh. It's been like this. This is a two-day rest in between games. I think the Heat needed it. They kind of left it all out there. It was weird because the Heat had won that they had won the one game that they won was without Bam, and then they get Bam in there, and they kind of like they stopped doing all the things that they had done the other two the game that they won with Myers Leonard. Um, I don't know. What do you think here, Brian? You think it's all over? Uh, God, I hate taking the Lakers, but I think the Heat have checked out. I think everybody's ready to go home from this bubble. I mean, it's been a ratings disaster for the NBA. I think Lakers come out, win by 25, and just smush the heat. But my NBA hasn't been good, so take it for what it's worth. Right? Uh, for me, I, I like the over. I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I think after this little rest, they'll come back to like they were in the first couple games and get some more scoring. 
And Chris. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the Heat. I think uh, if this is if this is where it ends, I think the Heat are gonna go out in a blaze of glory and just swing for the fences. So I'll take a shot with uh, the Heat and the points. Yeah, I, I like the over. I'm with Rod on this one. 216 is low. Um, last game was the only game that really, you know, was a solid, solid under. The other ones have been right around 219, 220. And I thought that the Heat really laid some bricks last game, too, once again. To, uh, both keep playing some bricks. Yeah, they're both laying <laughs> some bricks there. So I think that I like the over in this one. Brian has left us, and we only have one more game left, so we're going to filibuster here while we're waiting for him. <laughs> But um, yeah, the you know the divisional series, you know five game series, three of them done. You know two of them, two of them, uh, they're both National League games sweeps. Um, Chris Dodgers Braves, any uh, any interest <laughs> at all? <laughs> Does anyone care? Where are they playing these games? Yeah, uh, I think it's at Globe Life Field, so Arlington. So for uh, the Rangers ballpark, I think. That's where the Dodgers were playing, right, against San Diego. Yeah. Um, Four out of seven. Uh, I mean, I, I have some interest in it. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if a young team like, like Atlanta can take another step forward. I mean, this is the first time in the, the, the last three years since really getting back into consistent playoff appearances that they made it out of the divisional series, so. And uh, we're gonna have to see if the uh, if the Dodgers are still gonna finally live up to that hype that they get every at the start of every year. So I'm interested to see it. Rod, what are you thinking in that one? Dodgers Braves. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm gonna be rooting for the Braves. As you know, I said I, I had the Braves versus the Jays in the World Series, so I got one half. Uh, almost there, so uh, I'll be cheering for the Braves. I'll, I'll be doing this in my living room. The Rays, the Rays were my team. The Rays Cardinals was my <laughs> World Series, so and I had the Rays winning it. So still, still very much alive there. I had, Until the night around ten. Yeah. Okay, Brian. <laughs> okay, Senior Square. Yeah, I mean, look at me, Yankees and Lakers today, man. I don't know. You should just get it. It's like the Flintstones episode. <laughs> you ever see that one? <laughs> I just think the Lakers are ready to go home, and they're just gonna. Yeah, okay. Gear. Anyways, we got one college football game tonight. We got a team with tons of speed and a Swiss cheese defense up against really a nasty place to play if you're a road team. But you know, of course, without the fans, it's definitely a different scene. Um, in Atlanta, Georgia Tech, way underrated home team, you know, uh, really, really nasty building. It's amazing that, you know, it's such a high-ranking educational institution that their fans are just that mean, you know, just mean people, you know, which is, it's crazy, you know. Um, it's a very, very mean fan base. Um, it's nasty. And I think they'll. I think they'll. They'll. They'd probably admit that. Well, they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. It's, anyways, because they're just better than everybody else. I don't know if they're as nasty as the Philadelphia fan base, but I would you know, say of the college football fan base that, like, 
like you have fan bases that are just idiots and you have fan bases that are just knuckleheads. <laughs> and then you have people that are just mean people. And that's the Georgia Tech fans. They're just like these mean, you would never expect it. Just these nasty, mean, like, oh my God, man. What rock did you crawl for, up from under? Anyways. What do you think happens here in Atlanta tonight? We know Louisville's going to try and run up and down the field. They have faster players for sure. But that tackling, or if that's what you want to call it, um, that doesn't travel well. <laughs> it doesn't play well at home as we saw against Miami. But the uh, traveling is usually worse. When you have bad tackling on the road, it's usually a disaster. Um, we saw Miami score, what, an 85-yard run on them, and then the next place score a 90-yard run on them, something like that. <laughs> Just total matador tackling here by this Louisville team, but they do have the speed. So does that, to me, that's kind of overish. What do you think? No, I'm thinking the opposite, but... That's not, no. That's what me and you have been opposites on a lot of stuff. I, I just Louisville's defense came to play. I mean, they only gave up 23 to Pitt last week. Back-to-back road games. Louisville's lost a couple hard uh, games that they needed to have with Miami and then Pitt. So I, I feel like they're going to come to this game a little bit flat. I think their defense is going to play well. Georgia Tech. Their defense is going to play as well as they can do, and I see it going under. Yeah, Louisville defense is crap. Is straight crap. Straight crap. Well, they, they can hold Georgia Tech's offense down. I mean, no, they can't. No, they can't. We'll see. <laughs> no, they can't. I think it's an easy under. I think it's a 23 to 20 game. I think so, this is like an 1100 yard Friday night game. <laughs> Rod, uh, I'm agree with Brian and take the under here. Um, for me, it's because Georgia Tech can't score, man. Georgia Tech is uh ranked 72nd in uh scoring efficiency out of 73 teams. Uh, so 56% they get in the red zone, they can get a touchdown. So most of the time, instead of getting a touchdown, Georgia Tech kicks a field goal. Uh, I'm taking the under. Georgia Tech has the worst scoring offense. Okay, not worst, second worst scoring offense in college football. So uh, I'm taking the under. It's because they haven't played Louisville yet. Anyways, um, <laughs> Chris? <laughs> I'm scared to answer this question, but I'm going to take the under too. <laughs> I just think it's 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 the it's the fact that it's a transitional year trying to get out of that out of from under the option offense and you know Brian said you know Pitt uh, had trouble running the ball he only ran for four yards a carry last week and considering they were running for over six before then I don't know I just I feel like it's going to get to sixty points and all of a sudden it's just it's just going to stop like thirty five twenty four or something like that. I like the over here. Uh, there's no way. That Louisville defense is just a sieve. I don't care what anybody says. And the Georgia Tech defense, not a hell of a lot better either. I mean, this is this is going to be a track meet. This is one that goes, and it's like, it's, they're gonna, Georgia Tech has, like, this freshman running back that hasn't played that much, and this guy can just house it every freaking time. He's so fucking, so, so fast. Um, I'm telling you, the, Georgia Tech has some backs. They have some recruits. It's like when you have new coaches, you know, you have these younger guys. You know, Louisville's still riding that Miami pipeline, you know, for they have Maurice Crum um, on their staff, and, you know, that's their pipeline to the Miami talent. But um, that's where they get all their speed. That's where they 
get all their best players, right? Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson, all from Miami. Um, but I think that defensively they're just lacking, and I, I think they're going to struggle. And I think they're, you know, Louisville also uh, generally sloppy, you know, with the turnovers. And like I said, Georgia Tech, pretty tough building. Um, Georgia Tech, uh, I, 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 I could see them tearing off big runs just like Miami did on them. I could see it happening. I could see some very, very long scores in this one. So we're gonna all dis- I'm gonna disagree with you guys on it. Did Miami <laughs> lose to Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech last year? Or was that the year before? I forget. I don't know. We lost at Georgia Tech a bunch of times. One year, um, one year when we had actually a decent team, Calvin Johnson got us. It was like that's what made him like Megatron. It's the game against us. They he out of the triple option, they had Calvin Johnson and he beat us like a to a pulp like we didn't have we first we, we tried to like single cover him because like you know we knew who he was you know they had a triple option offense who the hell knew it's like oh my god <laughs> it was like this is good it was like i remember it you know i remember like it was yesterday i was in chicago i was eating at lou molnati's and uh, i was watching it on the tv there and i was just like this is a bad day. <laughs> it was like, this is a, this is a very, it's like when you see this, all of a sudden they wheel out this receiver that's like six something is catching balls in his teeth. It's like, this is going to be a bad day. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like just throw it in his general vicinity. It's like the guy's catching it between his toes. It's like, we got no chance, you know, of winning. Was that still, was that still Chan Gailey when, when he was with the Yellow Jackets at that point? Do you remember? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't remember, but it was bad. It was really bad. It was a bad day. It was, um, that was 2005, maybe? 2005. I think 05 was his draft year. 2000. So that, so then that would be it. That, 2000. Yeah, it would have to be, two, it was 2005 was um, the year of the game for sure. 2005 Miami Georgia Tech. Let's see. We'll Google it. I just remember it being a really bad day. <laughs> Georgia Tech versus Miami, 2005. November 19th. Yep. How many yards did Calvin Johnson have in that game? Like 6,000? Uh, receiving, 89 yards receiving. Really? Yep. Seemed like every one of them was big play. Six receptions, eighty-nine yards. Yeah, it was, every one of them was a was a backbreaker. Maybe two. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was two thousand six. Maybe it was. Was your Sky final score fourteen ten? Uh, might have been. Yeah, that's the Georgia Tech fourteen, Miami ten. Yeah, we lost them. Yeah. I guess it just feels worse when you're watching it. Seven sacks. Yeah. Whatever. Seven sacks. Whatever. Seven sacks that game. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking about seven sacks, how about Tom Brady getting knocked around by Khalil Mack last night? <laughs> it's like, what was the block? What exactly was the blocking scheme there? <laughs> it's like, how about if we just move to the side and let your best pass rusher run unblocked at, the, at our quarterback that has zero mobility? 
It's like yeah, Tristan Wirfs with the Matador defense. Oh, there's the Matador block. <laughs> it's like in my. Miami, we used to have a guy named McMeans who was on our offensive line, Tyler McMeans, and we used to call him the human turnstile. And that's exactly <laughs> what that is. It's like, he's the human turnstile. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing out there? <laughs> you just you just see you just see you just see Brady in the replay going, we used a first round top ten pick on this guy. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, anyways, we didn't see Mitch Trubisky. Nick Foles, you know, was okay. Um, he, ma- I thought he made a few really, really nice, nice passes. I thought the one that set up the field goal at the end of the game, where he was basically g- about to get smacked, and he completed it, you know, kind of like a lob over the top. There, it was so, yeah. a great pass. I thought the dump off to Montgomery on another play, he was going to get smashed on, um, was was another good play that he made. Um, yeah, obviously he made a few, a, a few bad plays too, but, um, overall way better than the normal Nick Foles that we've seen. I probably want to put Trubisky in at halftime, but it's just me. Which is why you're not coach of the <laughs> I Chicago like Bears. Foles. The guy won a Super Bowl, but, uh, well, he had some passes, man. If they would have, Tampa Bay would have picked them off, man. It would have been. Well, Tampa Bay, the, the pick that, the pick that they got actually hit the Bears guy in the hands, which has been the theme of the week, right? It was like I had the other team where it hit the guy in the hands and they ran it in for a touchdown. I was like, not again. <laughs> it was like, I mean, when, uh, when we were down 14 nothing or whatever it was, I was like, oh, no, right? What was it, 13 nothing? We were down? Yeah, I, get text, I got text messages for that and the two-lane game when they were down. So I get them from people that text me, like the first quarter. Oh, those people? The people I can't watch games with? All right. Well, that kind of wraps up our show for today. It's a short one, right? We just got nothing. Else I'm, to I'm flying out there to watch games with you. That's it. Hey. Get a haircut and a free and a, and a, and a game. <laughs> you have to get the haircut before you yeah. go to the house. That's... You touch me, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> See, if I give you a haircut, I can write it off as a business expense. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we won't tell you where I live. Oh, I'll find out. Pretty easy to find. <sighs> I was looking for the giant um, pineapples. Well, I think there's bananas or whatever. Oh, yeah. that's true. He's not the only one. Bananas. Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, everybody's got a banana tree, don't they? God damn it. <laughs> well, he has a putting green in his backyard, so I'll have to look for that. <laughs> I think I there's don't. more than one of those, too. I don't. Anyways, all right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. There's uh, not a lot to talk about today, but tomorrow we'll have a pack show. I'm going to talk to Jeter. Massive. Jeter is supposed to be on tomorrow, but I think I'm going to try and just do a separate show with him since I don't have the show with Charles and maybe just do a separate NASCAR show and then, you know, just maybe kind of have our show. People didn't like the Jeter segment last week. I got emails. Jeter should just have his own show. Wow, it's cold. cold. Tune into the drive show tonight. I'll be giving out my Tennessee Georgia pick. You got any of you guys on the drive through tonight? Uh, I'm off tonight. 
I'm on once a week on the drive through but I think I'm going to change that to zero times a week. I like the show. I just don't think I add enough there. I think I, I, I'm, I think it's addition by subtraction by me not being on. I, I'm on plenty. I might come on and do the Ask Mitch show today, too. I might do it from the golf course, if I can get out to the golf course. All right. Well, that's it. No one else has anything. No one's trying to butt in. I didn't cut. Cut anybody off? You want to use your little parlay calculator? Oh, you got a parlay on a three-game card? Wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a three. No, for tomorrow morning. It's no, like we'll tomorrow do it morning t- soccer. Tomorrow soccer. If you want to. Up to you. I don't know if we have it on there. What league is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at it. It's working. Oh. I just don't know. I got. I was, it's in the Bundesliga. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's in there. And then, and then the Serie A, you can actually, it'll actually work. Yeah. The way you thrill the nation with your tea formation. Bear down, Chicago Bear. I got too much stuff on my screen. You could just give it out. Okay. Uh, in Syria, I'm going to take uh, At Atlanta, money line. And then I'm going to take uh, Borussia Dortmund money line and Lipzig money line. All right, there you have it. All right, thanks. Go ahead. At at Atlanta, Borussia Dortmund, and Leipzig. All right, those three up. Love those tomorrow morning. All right, well, thanks, thanks everyone for joining us. It was fun while it lasted. Short but sweet. Bitler on the square play, surprising nobody. It's kind of like the Rays playoff run that's going to end today. Short and sweet. Yeah, okay. Senior square. (laughs) Senior square. How about to, if you if you lose, you gotta wear the um, the mustache. sombrero. The sombrero. <laughs> Senior square. Sombrero, sombrero, and a poncho. We need to get a square sombrero, like one that's instead of round, like square, <laughs> square off like that. It's just Just get four made, and whoever has the square play has to wear it for the duration of the show. Senior square. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, we forgot to um, hit the like button. If you oh, smash the, the like button. Likes. Yeah, we're gonna get 500 likes. I'm gonna give out one of my five premiums. Yeah, we're gonna do that tomorrow. We're gonna start that tomorrow. That if we get over 500 likes, I'll give out one of my premiums also. And 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 I'll tell you what, if we get if we get 2,000 likes, I'll I'll give out my entire premium card. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Likes are free. Just hit it. Yeah, I I think 500. We each give out a pick, or like at 500, you know. Two of us give out a pick, and another 500, you know, we get four picks or something. I don't know. You know, we'll figure it out. Every 500, you get a free pick? Of our premiums. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Good to me, too. I mean, cost cost you nothing. Cost you nothing. Helps us a ton. Now you can help yourself. Hey. Smash the like. Mitch Wilson. I want mom likes though. Mitch Wilson likes this. (laughs) This this that five hundred like Bitler's on the phone to his mom. (laughs)
He smashed the like button. Like. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I always like your video. I always smash the like. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so good. So proud of you. <laughs> That's one thing I don't think my mother ever said to me in her whole life. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs>